When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same-day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. What do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 92 of the White Tail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me on the phone, Charles Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. What's going on? Not too much, man. Just hanging out. It's not so bad on the night, and, you know, I've been busy, man. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, get another episode out and talk to you and, you know, catch up a little bit, man. Yeah, we definitely got to catch up. We got a lot to catch up on. And we got to start talking deer season for us, too, because, you know, I've been getting pretty excited. I don't know about you. Oh, buddy, I'm stoked, man. Yeah, it's almost here, man. I'm pretty fired up. I'm pretty fired up myself, buddy. There's been so much going on, and, you know, people are posting trail cam pics, and it's just, it's getting me freaking fired up, man. Yeah, a friend of ours posted a couple pictures on their Snapchat story with a giant buck on it. And I just so happen to know where they live and I have uh, permission on the neighboring property. So that could turn into something. <laughs> rut row, bud. Rut row. <laughs> you know, guys talk about all the time. Go through some weird ways of finding deer. People like to post deer pictures. And when people you know start posting really big buck pictures, you know, you, they don't let their butt can always find a way to get on the neighbor's property or something. <laughs> oh, man. You're not going to steal their buck. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would man. call who it is and you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But it is, it's someone that just likes to watch deer. They don't hunt. Mm -hmm. And they were Snapchatting videos of deer in their yard. Oh. I saw an absolute stud. Mm -hmm. Absolute giant on their Snapchat. I messaged them. And said, how attached are you to that deer? <laughs> <laughs> they said, a little. So I take that as there's plenty other deers to watch. I'll just take that one. 
You're a freaking savage, dude, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta be. They, there's, you know, big bucks aren't around every corner here in PA. When you find them like that, my goodness, right? You gotta kind of key in on them. I love it, man. I love it. That's a new tactic, you know? Get in there. Start watching, you know, the bird feeder deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's an East Coast tactic, I hear. That's actually hilarious, man. It's funny that you say, kind of like, talk about that, because I was actually, I ran out the other night, it was probably about 9.30, and I ran out to get coffee, and on my way back, dude, 20 seconds away from my house, my neighbors have a couple apple trees in their front yard, two studs eating apple, dude. I, I caught a glimpse of them, I stopped my truck, and I pulled out my headlamp, and I shined, and I was like, holy smokes. Isn't that dude, standing right next to the road, just munching apples. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's incredible what these big deer will do in neighborhoods, you know, they'll just go literally right up in front yards and eat apples because they know that they're not in any kind of harm whatsoever. Buddy, I'm talking, these, these bucks are probably laying in a quarter acre patch of timber. <laughs> wow. It's hilarious. But they got to go somewhere when season hits and the rut hits. You better believe it, man. You better believe Start it. Happen outwards, you know, hopefully they go in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple good trees you can get in. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, actually funny you mentioned those trees. I got to bring a couple of them down. I'm very sad about it. No, why is that? The ants got to them. They're getting hollow and, you know, got to cut them down. I'm, I'm sad. The big maples that they're getting into? Big red oak and a maple. Red oak and a maple. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, bummer. Bummer. That's terrible. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, you know, it's it stinks because they're, couple of them are pretty big. I'm guessing you're going to have to pay someone to come in and cut those down. Oh, yeah. There's no way that I'm doing them. They're way too big. My, my luck, you know, it'll just land on, like, my neighbor's house or something. That'd be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so that's all right. You'll have plenty more to shoot from. And if not, we'll just have to bring in a telephone pole and, and plant it in the middle of your yard or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm a fan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> climbing trees and whatnot you got some new stuff going on your way what's going on you're you're a madman lately you're looking like me with this new gear revolution you're going through <laughs> dude there's so much stuff i got i have too many things going on all at one time man biggest biggest gear thing coming up i'm absolutely stoked about it man i've been i don't want to say i've been bitching about my bow for a while but I'm getting a new bow, man. I'm stoked. It's due. I'm my time's here. My bow's like, oh man, is it twelve years old now? I'm still killing shit with it, but like, oh. it's time for a new bow, man. Technology has come so far. Yeah, it really has. Like, it's it's not even close to the same equipment anymore. <laughs> no, no. It gets it done, but you know, I think uh, I think a new V3 is going to end up in my hands here pretty quick. Right, bro. I love. That I am turning a Hoyt man into a Matthews guy. <laughs> I love. That. Listen, man. I, I, I. The last few bows that I've shot that I absolutely loved were all Matthews, man. It started. Yeah. I think. I think the turning table was like the Triax. Great yeah. bow. Really, really loved that bow. And then the VXR, and they still have the VXR, and it's still an option for me because I do really, really love that bow. But from what um, all my research that I've done. The V3 is, like, damn near impossible to beat. Like, the timing is 100% perfect on it. Like, solid yeah. back wall. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's, uh, I'm going to shoot it here pretty quick, and one might come home with me. I can't believe that they could possibly make a bow better than the VXR. <laughs> 
but I hear the V3 is that bow. I've heard that. So that's awesome. That's exciting. It is exciting, man. Definitely needed the upgrade. Uh, I know you were getting it done with your older bow, but and a lot of guys out there still shoot old bows because they're just hard-headed or whatever they are. I don't know. It's not a bad thing to upgrade a bow once every 10, 12 years. That's a a damn near a lifetime in bow changes over the last 10 years. I mean, they're so much different. Technology advances so fast. You know, who knows what the next time you'll need to upgrade a bow is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Doing. Dude, it, it's to the point now. There's something definitely wrong with my bow, too. I mean, we're at the camo care shoot. Man, I you know what shot I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was aiming at the target. I shot a tree six feet to the right. Like, and it... <laughs> I don't know what's going on with it, man. It's messed up. I need a new bow. <laughs> that was so weird. It I was never- so strange. I, I've never seen anything like it. You were aiming at a target. It was 20 yards and you shot a tree that was probably six yards. And like you said, six to eight feet to your right. And you just mashed it. And everyone was like, what? What just happened? Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. And Joe got it on film. That was the best part. Unreal, man. It was just so weird. <laughs> it's It was definitely time for you. So that's exciting. Yeah, but... Uh, heard that you may have uh, sold your saddle to a friend of ours. Possibly. Yeah, like that. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, got rid of that. And uh, going to be getting in. There's some things in the works. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. There's some things in the works. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I thought the TO the 2.0 was going to make a comeback. It might. I was just thinking, I mean, the stuff, you still have all the stuff. It, it, it might. It, it's kind of, uh, it, it's been, been, been toyed with. Yeah. 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 I would totally idea. I mean, you made a pretty good saddle your first run. Now you have the upgraded, uh, material. I don't see why not. Yeah, drop. man. Yeah. But I think it's going to make, I think it's going to make a comeback, the Tino, and I think it's going to be the Tino 2.0, and I think it's going to be the greatest saddle ever. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. I've been. <laughs> Uh, that's what I've been looking forward to, to be honest. So I'm hoping that a reality. Absolutely, man. And another exciting thing in like the saddle game, I turned my brother-in-law into a saddle hunter. He is now the new proud owner of a Phantom. Did you? Yeah, bud. And he has some Shakar sticks. And from what I hear, Matt Garris is making him a custom platform currently. No shit. Yeah, bud. We talking about. Big Booty Bobby. Big Booty Bobby, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, Good. bud. That, that dude's a killer. I know. He's going to be He's gonna be pretty impressive out of a saddle, I think. Yeah, I agree. That's awesome. And, it, you know, I guess no better time to announce it, too. But, you know, you mentioned Matt Garrison out on a limb. And we made a partnership with them, didn't we? Oh, yeah, bud. I'm excited about it. Hell, yeah. I reached out to Matt. I mean, I've been good friends with him now for a couple years we both have he's been on the podcast i've slept in his house (laughs) (laughs) so strange (laughs) such a good guy such a good guy and and we use his products so i was like why not just reach out to him and see if he wants to do just something that we can uh you know we can talk up his business every week like do some of our other partners and it's so well deserved i love his stuff i wouldn't Personally, I wouldn't be in any other 
platform right now if I was saddle hunting than something from out on a limb. That's just my personal preference. You know, I have the Ridge Runner. I have the Monarch. I even used the Scout platform last year. Dude, he just makes quality stuff. Like you said, the Shikars are just absolutely sick. Oh, dude, unreal. And you know what? Even to top the little cherry on there, his camera arms are unreal, man. The I don't know why I that out. Yeah, <laughs> I have his camera arm, too. I have the reach. And he just made the reach uh, a little bit smaller in profile. So it should be a little lighter, but still with the same the same reach distance, just a little bit less wide when you pulled it all together. So it should stack a little nicer. Very cool. It was already so compact, man. Yeah. And, and for being so small, it's so solid. Yeah, it's absolutely super solid. And he's got a new base arm on it or a new base for the arm. I love his adjustment with the ball, with the little lever. You can adjust that thing literally anywhere to make it level on any tree. I love it. Yeah. I mean, you could put on a limb in front of you and then just use that little ball and adjust it to where it's level. It's, it's like a vertical limb. You could do that from there. Yeah, it's man. Insane. Unreal, man. It's so easy to use. And I haven't used the newest one. I've only used the like like the first gen, if that's what you want to call it. And that thing yeah. is freaking killer. So I can only imagine what the new one's like. Right. Yeah, it's really nice. And he's got to stand out the hush right now that's killer for all you stand, mobile stand guys. Oh, yeah, man. I think it's like 8.2 pounds or something like that. Something silly. Dude. Something, I think that, isn't that with the sticks attached? It's 8 pounds? It, it might be. It might be. I I might have my numbers just a little bit weird, but I think it's something like 8.2 pounds or something like that. It's, that's You're light for a freaking stand, man. That's crazy light. Yeah, you're right in the ballpark. It's it's stupid light, and it's nice. It's not even a little tiny one. It's not like the point fives or some of the other real small platforms. It's got a real nice platform on it. Yeah, and it still comes in light. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Lim, man. They're killing it, man, and they have been. And, and you know what? He's so he's constantly just innovating and coming out with new products. It's insane. I've been to his workshop. It's it's absolutely just Billy. It's so so awesome to go walk around and see him making the products and. He's hands-on, you know, he's doing a lot of the work, and he's got a couple guys working for him that are really good. Uh, he just, yeah, he just got his buck back, too, from last year. He I saw it. that. Freaking stud, it's man. Impressive. You he's, know what's kind of nice about Matt, too? If you have something in your mind, and you just want it to happen, you call him up, and he'll work with you, and he'll just freaking build it for you. It'll just, like, materialize into, like, real life. Our buddy Sam is uh, doing the same thing. He's working with him on a custom stand as well. Platform, sorry. Custom, yeah. Uh, battle platform right now so So awesome man so awesome well that was a killer plug we weren't even trying on that one (laughs) yeah don't totally forgot all about like the partners and everything on this one you know that's a good update it's a great update for us and i i can't couldn't be more proud and more happy to be partnering with such a good guy and I, i wouldn't tell anybody else to go anywhere else because just of the person he is you know above all you know great product but great great people too yeah and we got a good episode with them go back and check it out matt garris mount on limb manufacturing it's awesome yes sir and so, guys if you're looking to get something at a good deal from him it seems like he has stuff on sale all the time if there's even remotely a holiday coming up he's having a sale like <laughs> it's tuesday he's having a sale he just all the time man i love it yeah it's funny because a lot of these other companies out there you barely ever see a sale you know he's literally puts a sale on to have a sale sometimes yeah and he does his live Q and A's on Facebook Live every once in a while. He's He'll very involved. You know, he's a people person. Yeah, I dig it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry to 
drink water there. No, you're okay, man. Well, let's talk about our other partners too. While we're while we're just like you know talking about them, let's let's get let's get right into it. What about Scree Gear, man. Yeah, Scree Gear, ScreeGear.com. They are the best in the business. Marino wool is top notch, man. Top notch. I and I messaged on a forum the other day. I'm uh, not a forum, but a post, and someone was kind of asking about it. Is it really all typed up to be? Is it this? Is it that? And I said it plain and simple, man. If you get them on sale right now the base layers on sale or any product that they have just their sale price alone i don't care what company you put it up against for that price you can't beat it or bang for your buck in the regular retail price with our code wdp20 you get 20 percent off if you go retail and take our 20 percent off you're still going to get a better product bang for buck than you will anywhere else. So think about it. You could go to some of the top name companies out there that have merino wool products, and you could pay twice the price and get one product. Or you can come to Scree Gear. You can pick up two products for the same price you would have got just one out of competitors. That's where they separate themselves, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely, man. The freaking quality is unmatched, too. And you know what? You buy something, you get it to yourself, and you're like, damn, this doesn't fit. Guess what? Yep. They sent you a prepaid label. Send it back. They're going to get you the right size. Absolutely. On them. Yep. On them. That's their guarantee, uh, man. Guarantee. Absolutely. With everything that they do, they guarantee the sizes and they make sure that they are getting you the best product possible. And they have that super fine wool woven that's just unreal, man. It, it just feels so good. And let me let me tell you all right off the bat a couple things that I've learned with wool products through other people that use them. Uh, the biggest thing you could do right off the bat when you get any Merino wool product, especially scree stuff, flip those things inside, go get you some wool light, uh, wool light dark, uh, and scent free. Put a little bit of that in there, and then flip those inside out and run through the wash one time. And you can air dry them, or you can run through the dryer with no heat you can just tumble them with no heat and that'll do the trick as well a lot of guys just air dry them because they dry out so super fast Mm -hmm. put that thing on it's like wearing babies baby alpaca fur or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's like a chinchilla (laughs) Chinchilla, that's what i was going for it's like wearing chinchilla fur (laughs) oh my gosh hilarious man no i just (laughs) I love Marina wool. I'm a huge fan of it. I think everybody should try it. And if you don't believe us, you know, buy yourself a pair of socks. That's about yeah. the cheapest way you can get a Marina wool and wear those bad boys. Wear them in the heat. See what, you know, sweating in Marina wool does to you. And you know what? Wear them in the cold. See what, you know, if, you, if you're one of those guys that has sweaty feet all the time, doesn't matter if it's hot or cold, try out some Marina socks. It'll freaking change your life. Yeah, no doubt about it. I can't believe that I ever wore anything else. Oh, dude, and you open up my sock drawer, it's all merino wool. <laughs> yeah. It's unreal, man. I love them so much. I'm a weirdo like that. I wear boots every day, though, too, so. Yeah, that's true. But I got to keep my eyes on mine because people just happen to walk away with them, you know. So, I got a few pairs still, but I was just on Darn Tough, and I almost ordered a couple pairs, but I put them in my cart. I'm just waiting probably going to buy a couple more pairs because I've been hearing that their Merino wool stocks are real. 
Um, I bought a pair of darn tufts that were not merino, and I really like them a lot uh, for just like hiking, working, that kind of thing, because they give you a lot of good foot support. So you can try right there. But I have a set of like real tree merino wool socks. They're like 85% merino wool. And that's the key, guys. You want to look for that percentage when you're looking at socks. You know, that a lot of guys look at something on a Walmart shelf that says merino wool and they grab it. And then you turn it around and look at the percentage. It might be like 30% merino wool. Yeah, you, you know? do have to watch that blend a little bit. You're looking for those higher blends. And, you know, I'm not trying to run right back to Scree Gear, but when you look at Scree Gear stuff, man, you're not going to find a better blend. It is just absolutely unreal. Yeah. Well, it speaks for itself. That's why we end up there every time. I agree, man. <laughs> I agree. Guys, remember, WDP20, get 20% off your first purchase. That's right, ScreeGear.com. So moving on, uh, VIP. Dude, veteran innovative products, man. I just, this is one of those ones, man. I can't talk about them enough. Like, I had a buddy the other day was asking me about Broadhead, and it's like, dude, quit messing around with these stupid rage. And I said the four-letter word. I'm sorry. I am not a fan of them whatsoever. I've seen so many deer lost because of them. Guys, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for it. I'm so sorry if you are a Rage fan. But you need to flip that right around and get yourself some combat vets. Because if you shoot one animal with them, you'll throw those Rage in the freaking toilet. I don't care what you say. The Freddy Krueger blood that comes from them, the absolute destruction that comes from them, unbelievable. It's unmatched. They're so sharp. They're so strong, man. 100% made in America by veterans. Dude, who are you if you don't like stuff like that? Communist? I don't know. Al-Qaeda? You tell me. <laughs> I don't think we've ever said Al-Qaeda before in the podcast, but yeah, I think that's that's the only alternative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I, that was kind of a trigger for me. Like, <laughs> dude, I mean, I'm usually that guy. You know, I've been, uh, I've been burnt. I know a lot of people that have been burnt. That will never touch a rage again. I know a lot of people that still shoot them. They love them. And it, yeah, and they love them. And it's, that's fine. You know, shoot what you're comfortable with. But let me tell you straight up, if it's one or the other, it's not really comparable. I'm sorry. No. It's not, it really isn't. And I hate to do like a, a I'm the, we're not bashing another company. It's just when you put them side by side, it's not even comparable. And that's why Austin's like as passionate as he is about it because I know. Because we've been shooting deer with these combat veterans and absolutely just evaporating them. Dude, I uh, shot a doe through both shoulders. Through both shoulders, man. And that pride head was perfect. And that deer died 40 yards. And it was like a red carpet <laughs> the yep. whole way to it, man. It was like Stevie Wonder could have followed it. Yeah. And how many times, you know, I've used other broadheads, And you shoot a deer and it's like you take them things and you throw them in a pile at that point. Because... They either bend or they break or the integrity of the broadhead is just you know terrible. I have shot deer. I don't have a single combat veteran that I've shot deer with that I didn't just pick it up, clean it off, didn't even sharpen it, reset the blade, put it back in my equipment. Yeah, man. You know, and I've, I've even missed deer. I'm sending those things into the dirt. You know, I've sent them into a tree, whatever. Well, actually, I think. Sam has one still in a tree to this day because the penetration was so ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> but he broke one out of a shoulder bone of a deer. He went through one shoulder of the deer in through the backside, the ball joint of the leg bone, like the big 
massive ball joint, right? It passed through it, broke through it, sticking out the other side, split the leg the entire way down, broke the bone, split in half. And that deer piled up, obviously, in a very short distance. He took a sledgehammer to his broadhead. And had he not broken the blade with the sledgehammer, <laughs> that broadhead was 100% usable when he got it out of that bone. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Are just silly. VeteranIP.com, guys. Go check them out. The Combat Vet. And there's so much more coming, guys. Just stay tuned. Right. Uh, last but not least, man, I should have my new canoe here in a couple weeks, I hope. <laughs> I'm excited for you to get your new canoe, man. <laughs> I should be hunting out of my new canoe by this fall. I am pumped. Guys, freaking COVID has hit the country horribly. Like, everything is in still such short demand, and guess what that includes? Plastic for kayaks. <laughs> Plastic for kayaks, unfortunately, and new canoe, each kayak is custom built yeah. per consumer, so they're even getting hurt, because they're not mass producing these things like other companies, you know, and, and just pitching them out to everybody. They are building each one, and it's been a delay, and I'm okay with it. I'm Absolutely. Hey, Rome wasn't built in a day, man. That's right. Absolutely not. It might have cost me if it tournament. No big deal. Walt deserved the win this year. That's fine. But next year, he's definitely getting dominated. He be, he, dude, he better watch out next year. I can't wait for the <laughs> Yakover Bass tournament. It's going to be wild. It, it's going to be just silly. I'm probably going to put up 110. Buddy, I'm rooting for you, bud. It, <laughs> do it. Do it. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. I, I had a hell of a time this year. I didn't fish as much as I wanted to. I still fished a lot. And I had a freaking blast, man. There was a couple times that I went out that were just, they were silly. Yeah. Oh, man. So we got to get back on track here. Let's get back on track here, man. You know, we talked about, you know, getting some cameras and stuff out, man. I got a cell cam out and some mineral out. And it has been goofy, man. I got to go back out and I got to get it tuned up a little bit. I had it on the wrong settings. And now, literally, I am out of pictures for the month because I just got a thousand pictures in like two days. (laughs) (laughs) But there's some bucks on there, some actually pretty decent bucks, and I'm excited about it. Yeah, I have uh, one cell camera up, and it was probably about a week ago now. A bachelor group of bucks at like 1.30 in the morning. Sweet. And they had not been on the camera at all. This camera's been up since last season. So they have not been on the camera at all, all year. They must be spending their time in a different area of the property mm-hmm. or across the street on another property that I've learned some other people might be getting pictures of them. So interesting. Yeah. And it was three bucks in a row. They came through uh, like two minutes apart from one another. And then the next night, two brand new bucks came through. Same thing about one o'clock, maybe midnight. They came through, go all going the same direction. So it seems like they were coming back onto the property. And then just today, before we started recording, Around seven o'clock, I had a really nice buck step out on the camera, and another buck, but I couldn't really tell what it was. It was a little, little thick. So they spent some time there feeding, and uh, it's it's looking good. It's looking promising. I know one deer from last year's back. Uh, we call him Goofy, <laughs> and I've never named deer before in my life, so it's kind of fun to do that. But he had 
a right side. He's a big old deer, and he has a right side that is just absolute massive, like a four-point right side that would probably be, you know, 130-inch plus eight-pointer if it matched. And then his left side comes out, like, straight out off his head, like, past his ear, and then doesn't bend. And it, like, wise upward, and it has another goofy point coming off. It's just totally, like, absolutely goofy. And that's so it, it's a fireplace poker. Yeah, it is <laughs> a fireplace poker. It's one of them ones you sit by the campfire and you poke the fire with it, you know? <laughs> got a couple bends in it, a couple branches that you've peeled off. That's him. But he's big and he's old. I, I kind of want to shoot him. I'm not going to lie to you. Buddy, that would be... I like cool-looking deer, though, man. That's that's kind of something, like, that's... You're going to have a hard time passing them. I know you are. Oh, yeah. Deer like that, I couldn't even imagine what his... He was really big on camera last year. He was probably the biggest buck on the property, body-wise. And, I, I dude, who knows how old he is. I, I would love to get him age. He looks just as big as he was last year. Big, beautiful deer, and that... I, my dad actually shot one up there one year that had like a big, goofy, gnarly side like that, too. And it was a, a really old buck. I remember that one tipping the scale. I think Phil dressed, he was like 190-something. Yeah, that's a big almost, deer, man. Almost 200 pounds. I mean, we had to get the quad up to get him out. It was insane. Yeah. That's fun, man. I like it. I'm excited. Yeah. Haven't seen Cupine yet. Cupine. Well, that property last year but he might come back he might come back I'm, I'm rooting for you yeah i saw him on camera after the season's ended so unless a car or disease or predators got him he'll be in the area i'm betting he's healthy it really seems like a little bit later on in the year not like not like late season or anything like that but a little bit later on after they're hard horned and stuff i feel like that's when you guys start really getting pictures on that property yeah uh, no for sure for sure and that that's nice because it seems like they do our property right about when season starts. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and they're they're summering elsewhere. I just need to know if they they planted. I was up there changing a camera the other day. Actually, it was that camera. I was cutting down a, a branch had grown from a tree behind my camera out <laughs> in front of my camera and I got like a thousand pictures like you said. Yeah, man. Eaves. <laughs> <laughs> And they had not yet planted the field, which I thought was super, super weird. So I don't know if there's going to be a crop up there this year or if it's just going to be a bunch of weeds. Man, that, that would be a big bummer. Yeah, they've planted up there every year. Since yeah, yeah. What was it last year? It was beans, wasn't it? Beans, yep. So it should have been corn this year. Yeah, yeah, they rotate every year. Oh, buddy, I don't know, man. That could be that could be scary. It's weird because they sprayed the field. Yeah. And then let it all grow back up. Huh. So it, it is kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, the property owner up there is a, a wild card. We'll see what happens with that one. I need to get boots on the ground again and get a couple more cameras hung up there. Yeah. I need to get some more cameras out too, man. But it was like a spur of the moment thing. And it was actually a really cool time, man. I took the baby with me. Yeah. So, And I shouldn't call her baby anymore. She's like a toddler now. I took her. I dressed her all up. And we freaking went out. And we made a mineral site. and. We found a salamander, which she freaking loved. It was so cool. And uh, I took some pictures. I'll have to make like, little Instagram posts and stuff. But it was really cool, man. And, you know, I'm kind of hoping – it's a property that I hunt kind of frequently. Kind of hoping I get a good buck on there and I hope I can kill that buck because I feel like that would be the, like the little bit of icing on the cake. 
You know, that yeah. was like our first real time out in the woods, like doing stuff together. And it was like a really proud dad moment. I don't know. I loved it. That's awesome. That, that really is awesome. You definitely need to get a little Instagram post together for that. Throw some pictures up with that experience because we don't get to see that side of you very often, man. I know, man. I know. I've been quiet lately, but I've been just, dude, I've been so freaking busy with everything. It has been insane, man. Yeah. It, it it definitely has. I mean, in here with work and stuff, I'm working from home again for the unforeseeable future. I mean, I hope this kind of runs into October, November at this point, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> be, be able to get out a little bit more. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not, you know, driving to from work and seeing a bunch of new big bucks and stuff. Um, I've been seeing deer, but no bucks up there. So. Yeah, man, I've been seeing some bucks and it's, it's crazy. Actually, I went and bought a new mower tonight. And I drove past an orchard that is right beside a property that, that I hunt. And, man, there were like, I don't know, there might have been 13 or 14 deer in this orchard. It's really thick, but right by the freaking road. Man, I know everybody else that was right behind me saw him too, but he was a stud, bud. <laughs> Absolute stud. Pennsylvania, man. Unreal. Or wait, you were in Ohio, right? I was driving from Ohio, but this property is in Pennsylvania, yes. Supposed <laughs> to say Ohio. <laughs> it might have been. Who knows? It could have yeah. been like right, like you got to think though. It's like right on the Panhandle, so yeah, the Panhandle of Ohio. Yeah, the what is that? Ohio, Kentucky, Virginia. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, right on the corner though. So hmm. yeah, well we'll I find it. <laughs> I I marked it on Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I actually I bought something the other day. I, w- I want to see what you feel about this. This is another update. Okay. Okay. Hit me. I'm very, I'm excited because I have no idea what we're talking about here. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty excited. I feel like, uh, let me take a guess though. Let me just guess. Okay. okay. Hmm. It, it's gear. Is it gear? Technically, no, but, but it's a tool it, and I got it on camo fire. Okay. Okay. Brand new. <laughs> Brand new tool. I'm stumped. I actually don't even have a guess. You go ahead. <laughs> so we're Onyx guys, right? We use Onyx for a lot of our stuff. All the time, man. All the time. State by state, I go and buy little, I buy, last year I bought three individual descriptions to Onyx for three different states because it's still cheaper than the 50. Yeah. Well, they had base map is what it's called. Interesting. 50 states for $15. Interesting. I bought it. And how do you Why? like it? Because I'm such a fan of Onyx. Well, I haven't gotten it yet. Okay. They're well, ship me the card like they do with their Onyx subscriptions. Yeah. Okay. I bought it because I thought, why not? At least at that point, I can look at, at any given time, all 50 states for $15 for a year or whatever it was. It ended up being $19.50, I think. And it was something really cheap. Anyway. Yeah. It's worth so a shot. I, I don't know how I feel about it, but it's worth a shot. I'm still going to use Onyx. Oh, obviously, yeah. You got all your pins saved. <laughs> everything's saved. But I, I just, I find myself a lot of times if I want to go to a state, I don't want to keep switching off of Onyx on my main account and going to like the free trial account just to see that state. Yeah, that's a bummer. Do it. So instead of getting the 50 states for 100 bucks that they offer in Onyx, why not spend like 20 and I can get my information? I don't like the app. I'll 
buy that state on Onyx. I don't. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I th- I definitely think that that was worth a shot. Give it a try. See yeah. what it's like. You know, how are you going to find a better product if you don't try stuff? Hundred percent. Maybe right? it's maybe it's totally awesome. It might not be, but maybe it is. Yeah, and and I'll say, you know, I love Onyx. I love Onyx a lot, but it's the only thing I've ever tried. And some of their maps aren't the greatest. They're not up to date. So we'll see. Maybe it is a better product. I, I hear guys talk about it all the time, a couple of different mapping. The only way to find out is to go and do it just like bows. You know, if you want to know what bow fits you the best, go shoot them all. Yeah, man. I couldn't agree yeah. with that more. And and find until you find something you really like and you're comfortable with. This thing could suck. And I could <laughs> tell you afterwards, uh, it's not even worth 20 bucks, you know, but. I, I'm I'm pumped because you know there's some different hunts in different states that I want to do, and I think especially for like turkey and stuff, you know, we might go to Montana next spring for turkey season. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah, it would be awesome. So I would like to have a map for that, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I don't I don't blame you. No, I think that's gonna be really useful. That's gonna be good. I'm, you know, you're gonna have to let me know how it is. I will. Old trusty Onyx is still going to be on deck, but, you know, maybe you throw that in your back pocket. Yeah, I'll always have Onyx, but, you know, like, you can't lose those pins. They're just invaluable. Oh, totally, man. Totally. You know, so many. My whole state's, like, red. Dude, if you open up my Onyx, I look like a damn psychopath. It's weird. (laughs) Like, normal people, I I have everything so color-coded and so meticulous. It's, It's like, there's, like, a crazy person living inside my phone. I don't know. Mine's all just red splotches. <laughs> my 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 state of Pennsylvania has like psoriasis or something. It's just like big splotches of red. Bad. If anybody is still listening to us ramble on throughout this episode, send us a message on on Instagram and let us know what your Onyx looks like. Does it look like a meticulous, you know, serial killer is using it, or is it your whole state covered in red dots? <laughs> <laughs> I I do I am interested to see what people say. You know what they do how they track and different properties if it's different because i am literally just all red pretty much and every once in a while like a certain year i'll change color coding just so i know if i'm looking real quick like okay this is a buck i saw here this year you know and it pops out real quick yeah i started doing that last year i started changing like the recent intel to blue yeah so i i saw blue blue spot that i could go to real quick oh yeah there was a buck there yeah man i'm with you on that like mine mine it's just everything has its has its reason i'm not even gonna go into it because i would bore people to death it's so weird (laughs) oh man but what else do we got going on i was gonna say do you have any other updates or do you want to kind of get into maybe some uh pre-season tactics or what do you want to talk about man we don't really ever do this kind of thing we haven't done this in a long time man i don't necessarily think i really have any updates um i found a couple pieces of property i got some intel that i need to go and look at a couple pieces of property and there's um there's a couple pieces that i found in turkey season that i would like to go and walk now that it's not you know early spring but other than that man I need to do a little bit of scouting and, and, you know, just get my gear together and get everything ready and rocking and, and just really fine tune my setup for this year. And then I think I'm ready to rock, man. Start ready to start laying some deer down, man. I'm excited. You get your doe yeah. tags in? I, I did. I got my first two rounds of doe tags in. I just sent them out the other day. I the availability and I, I think I'm okay. I, I probably ought to check here today or tomorrow and see if I got them. Awesome, man. 
but did, did you apply for your elk tag? I applied for all three. There you go. There you go. I didn't I, do that, but no, I'm, elk tags are in, man. I'm excited. Maybe we'll win the redneck lottery. Well, here's the thing. I have three points for the regular. Mm-hmm. I have two points for the archery, and mm-hmm. I have one point for the late season. So, Sweet. yeah, I started putting in for the archery the year that it came out. Me too. Uh, was what, last year, right? The first year they did that. Yep. And then late season I didn't do last year because it was cattle only. Mm-hmm. Well, now they added a late season bull hunt, and it's like, well. That would be cool. That too, because if you think about it, your best odds are going to be in that early season and late season draw because anybody that has been putting in for elk tags for the last 20, 30, who knows how many years, all of their points are in the general elk section. I can tell you that that's where a majority of my points are. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because oh, they, we had in the past. Yeah, the that was the option pretty much. Yeah, but since our our herd is growing and becoming, you know, actually one probably one of the better elk herds in the country. I mean, quality wise, quality is pretty pretty intense, man. We got some like really tremendous bulls. Yeah, yeah. For a state, you wouldn't think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it can you believe I was talking to someone the other day, and and I get this all the time, but they had no clue for one that there was rattlesnakes in Pennsylvania. Okay? <laughs> I know that blows my mind. It doesn't I seem get, like it should, though. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's fair. And they're like, well, where did you go? And I, I mentioned this, and then I said, it's up in Elk County, if I said, or where you go, look at elk. And they were like, there's elk in Pennsylvania? Oh, my goodness gracious. I almost, I just busted out laughing. I'm like, yes, there are elk in Pennsylvania. And yes, there are rattlesnakes in Pennsylvania. <laughs> well, I mean, here's here's my here's my question though. Here's my follow up question: Are they outdoorsmen from Pennsylvania? Because if they are, I'm gonna be real disappointed in myself. It, it was not. No. Okay, it, it, that's a little bit different though. Yeah, but it was someone that I I was a little surprised they didn't know that to be honest. But yeah. Well, oh, regardless. <laughs> One more update that's going on right now. So we've been working out at, well, not me personally. Well, yeah. So we've been working out at Sam's parents' house, the property that his parents own. Really nice property. We went in early this year and uh, we did a lot of hinge cutting and really built like an absolute fortress of just beautiful bedding, food and everything else for the year. So he went out and recently had prayed and it turned out really well so the whole everything is dead like he all the grass and everything around the orchard is now dead so the next step we're going to take a soil test and then we're going to send that in and see what we need and probably try to get something planted for this year mm-hmm. we got some big time so i'm either going to be doing i'm probably going to do the the clover because Clover's a little easier, and and depending on how the soil test looks, you know, if we need to put lime down or whatever we need to put down, that stuff's not really going to take effect until next year. So, so you're going perennial as far and and not annual. I have both, so I'm not sure yet because his plot's about I think an acre. Or am I uh, asked backwards on that? Is it perennial? No, you're right. Okay, clovers are perennials. Yeah. They come back year to year. Yeah, right, right, right. And then you know we have. 
a buck brunch and we have last stand. Okay. So those are both annuals. The last stand's more of a late season. Yeah. And then your, your buck brunch is more, um, like something we would plant here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, man. So we got to move on it quick, but, uh, we're, we're looking at putting it first ever, uh, legitimate food plot right in his, uh, right in his orchard. That's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. That's going to be pretty cool. Heck yeah. We're going to, I, you know, I want to do all this and you know, our good buddy Booer just recently got a, a, a drone. I don't know if you know that. I did. I saw that. It was looking so, pretty nasty too. Heck yeah. I want to get him out and just do a couple flyovers and, and really get us, you know, some good footage of kind of like before and after, or maybe something I can put a little video together go out and film him shoot a doe out of his out of our food plot you know that would be cool man that would be really cool so that's that's kind of my plan this see that's my goal that's a goal this year is to successfully get the food plot in and to film or kill on film a doe or whatever out of this food plot he had a nice buck last year running around so that'd be cool man that'd be really cool they had a bear there this year (laughs) that's also really cool yeah, I can dig that. that. It made it so thick that the bear was living back there. So that's that's actually kind of interesting. I kind of want to get into this a little bit. So not the bear, but you know, you were kind of talking about some goals and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you have those couple of goals, and that's like your goals for that that property, right? Yep. Let's go into a little bit. We don't have to spend too much time on it, but what are kind of your goals and like your expectations for this season? Yeah, for sure. You know. I have not filled a buck tag over the last two seasons because I've been a little picky for one reason or another. Um, I really haven't gotten anything that excited me other than the, the buck I missed with my rifle last year. Right, right. So I am fully expecting myself to come unglued on the first 115 or better that comes out. And that deer better be very fearful for its life. <laughs> oh, yeah, right- bud. I am blood hungry. You know, I was just rearranging my entire chest freezer right before we got on here. Yep. And pulling out a bunch of meat to go grind tomorrow uh, over at Russ's. I'm like, you know what? I think I could fit probably at least three more deer in here. So (laughs) my goal this year, as I shot last year, is three. And I have, I probably will have close to a dozen tags, but it's all said and done. in all honesty, I will have, man, ten, nine or ten tags this year. That's pretty insane, man. I think I had yeah. seven or eight last year. Yeah, and I only filled a couple. I only filled a couple of them. I didn't have as much time last year as I thought I was going to have to hunt. That's why I had so many tags. But yeah, I'm taking it a little bit easier this year. I think as far as tags go. But continue. Well, I got four DMAT tags this year, which oh, I always my goodness used. gracious. Yeah, so I got two in our area, and then I got. Um, one for them. I'm not even, I got two for area and two for two surrounding areas away from our camp. So I have four right there. I'm going to get my, hopefully my three normal tags. You carry a fourth this year. So if I'm lucky enough to get fourth, we'll see, but I don't even anticipate doing that. Yeah. I'm, I'll probably have my three regular doe tags, my buck tag, and then one or two, two B tags. Yeah, I think I'm only going to go for one or two 2B tags, too. And then you also got to remember, you still have a West Virginia license. I do have a West Virginia license, and I might as well use it because 
really didn't even use it in turkey season. I went, went one time with you, and that was it, man. That's the only time I went down there. And you know what, buddy? I got to be honest. I saw a ton of sign, and we actually saw quite a few deer. We saw a lot of deer. I see a lot of deer there every single year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's property, and it's close. It's not It's not that far. And it wouldn't I, be... It might some... be a little bit difficult getting them out of a couple of those spots, but... But I think it would be worth it, man. Maybe we'll have to make a little trip down there once or twice, maybe at least. At least once. Yeah, once, right? We have the tags. I, I don't think I'm going to be doing Ohio this year. So going back to goals, not getting too off track. Yep, keep I, going. Sorry. No, you're good. I think let's add that. I think I want to add three deer in-state and one out-of-state deer, whether we end up going to Oklahoma, whether we you know, just hunt West Virginia, or if my new connection with a a work colleague that I have in Kentucky. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I have a work connection in Kentucky. I got to get a hold of him. Maybe once I get that base map app, I'll reach out to him for an address. From what he's telling me, he has a thousand acres. Holy smokes. That his family owns, and they have not hunted it for eight to nine years. That could be... Huge, and it could be real bad. You never know. <laughs> I agree. I'll bet it's pretty freaking epic, though. A thousand acres, and it hasn't been touched. It's a I'll lot. Bet of, there's a lot of deer there. I would imagine there's going to be deer. But he he gave me a look at it when we were uh, we were in Columbus together for a yeah. work conference. Yeah, he gave me a look at it, just like a quick look on the maps. It looked like a lot of. I know he has pasture because he has cows. Yep. So look. Kind of like that pasture land stuff with a bunch of broken up woods. That could be interesting, man. The only thing that worries me about a place that big and like no management on it is it getting a little screwy because there might be too many deer and not enough food or something. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few things that could go into it, but, you know, the density could throw a few things off. Yeah, and you really never know who's in there who's not in right, there. Right, right. But a place that big could be you awesome. Know, He's not a hunter, so it's his in-laws' property. He he lives right there. Yeah, like they all live real close together, and then the property is like right near them. So I I don't know what it's like down in Kentucky. I would imagine some people, maybe neighbors, are sneaking on or hunting the edges. It's pretty open land. Like I said, there's just like a lot of tree lines and mixed timber that looks like um. By the top of a map in the area that I couldn't find it again when I looked on Onyx, um, just by memory, uh, I might have been a little tuned up when he was showing me. <laughs> but no, and it's near Lexington, so you're talking like central north, central northeastern, I think it is. Interesting. So it's like a lot of uh, rolling hills to like steep little creek bottoms. And that's kind of what it looked like on the map. Like, it's a bunch of little bottoms with, with woods and looked really nice, man. Like, really nice. So That's awesome, man. I can dig that. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. It Wouldn't that be something to go do a, a little velvet hunt down there? That'd be or, pretty cool, man. That would be pretty cool. I, I think that would be really cool. Been throwing the idea around, but yeah, we'll man. see. Three deer in PA. Um, one of those, I would like to be a 115 or better. Sweet. Buck. And I would like to shoot one deer out of state, whether it's a buck or doe. I don't care. Uh, that's that's my goals for the upcoming season. What I about think those you? Are, I think those are really attainable, man. I think they're realistic. I think they're attainable, and I'll bet you I'll bet you fulfill all of your goals this year. I'm going to say I that 100. percent 
I hope we'll see. Yeah. Don't want to mess with the DGs, you know. I don't want to mess with the DGs either. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would about- say uh I would say I have some some pretty similar goals. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to get out as far as hunting. Maybe I'll surprise myself and I'll get out more than I think I'm going to. You, you, I just never know. But I'm kind of on the same train as you, man. I'm not going to be very picky this year as far as a buck. I'm not going to shoot a little dinker or anything like that. But if my heart gets pumping even remotely, I'm going to let it fly, man. And I plan on shooting a couple does. And I think that would be a pretty epic season. I think it would be a good goal to, you know, do at least one out of state hunt. If we can get down to West Virginia, I think that would be freaking awesome. I don't care if I kill or not. I just think it'd be fun. That'd be a blast. And, uh, my, my number one goal out of, out of, out of all of that, I would really like to get a kill on camera this year. Okay. Doesn't matter to me what it is, whether it's a doe, whether it's a buck, whether it is a freaking squirrel, (laughs) it's gonna, it's gonna happen, man. No, but hopefully, hopefully that's something that, that can be can be done and i think it is attainable i like that yeah bud i like that i think uh i think you could get one on camera too but you uh need a camera first buddy things are in the works (laughs) 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 things there's so many things in the works it's it it's happening my old camera is 100 percent bed shitted is what i'm gonna call it um but yeah there's 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 some things happening well even if you don't, you know, maybe there's a few double hangs in the in the future for us or, you know, call up uh, Booer. I'm sure he'd be happy to come hang with you anytime. Oh, we'll, we'll do some stuff, buddy. It's going to be fun, man. Heck yeah. Yeah, we always try to every year. Try to get out and, and double up on a hunt every once in a while. It's fun, man. It's fun. I have a blast on it, man. It, it's just, it, it's fun to have somebody out there and, you know, you share the experience and it's just a blast, man. Maybe we'll go on a little adventure hunt. It'll be fun. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, um, man. I, I look forward to stuff like that. And last year, you know, I was really grinding hard and, you know, for the whole tournament that I was part of and everything. And I, I didn't, I, I didn't want to, but, you know, one day in the middle of like the rut, you know, Boer reached out to me and was like, and do you want to, you know, come hunt with me in the morning? And I was kind of, geez, man, I don't know. Like, you know, it's time with the choir and everything else, but. I figured, why not? I'll go with them, you know. And that hunt, that whole day together, the two of us that we spent, I had an absolute blast. It was such like a, a reset or a refreshing moment to kind of bring you back to your roots. Like, this is what we do this for. You know, it's not all about self-preservation or, you know, self-goals or whatever. You know, hunting to me has always been about family and tradition and getting back to the roots. So I'm right there with you, man. That was a good reset. I said it last year. That was one of my goals. And I don't think I, I don't think that I succeeded in that goal last year of getting more back to the roots and back to the basics. So I feel like that needs to be in store for me in 2021. I like it, man. That's solid as hell. And you know, I, I can't think of a better place to, you know, really end this, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's take her home then. Uh, you know, we have some guests in the works for you guys. We have local dudes that just are killers coming on it's going to be a lot of fun so just stick with us we're going to keep you know popping these episodes out for you boys and girls and uh, i'm really looking forward to it i'm getting pumped up i am too man we're going to get back to the basics <laughs> i like it <laughs> all right guys if you could do me a favor we haven't asked you in a while but if you could head over to itunes or wherever you listen to the podcast give us a five-star review 
head over to our Instagram, check out a couple of things. And you know what? We have a YouTube channel. There's a couple of things on there. Go give us a like, you know, subscribe, all that fun stuff, guys. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you. We don't tell you guys that enough, but, you know, we see our downloads every week and we appreciate the hell out of every single one of you. Sure do. All right, guys. Until next week. The distraction is real. Let's get it. Mm-hmm.